0: This is Jim Cream from the Peace Brothers,
1: and you're listening to the East Coast Metal Radio. East Coast Metal Radio back on the air. How's it going guys? John here. Um, this is gonna be a cool episode actually. Um I was able to interview Mr. Jim Crean. The name may be familiar to some, it may not be. Uh, Jim's had several solo albums uh, out in his career, and uh, also is the vocalist for the Apiece Brothers. Some might say Apiece, some might say Apicy, but you know them. Carmine Apiece and Vinny Apicy, legends in the music world, legendary drummers, both of them. And the brothers have their first studio album together coming out on October 27th called Sinister. And Jim is the vocalist on four of the songs and he's also the vocalist when the band goes out on tour as he has been in the past. So I was able to uh, interview Jim this week, a very awesome guy, um, nice conversation. But when you're talking about the Apacy brothers... The amount of work that these two guys have put down is just incredible. So I figured for this episode, we're going to go play some music from the guys. uh, From their projects that they've done in the past. Um, Since I don't have any music off the uh, upcoming album yet, we'll go through their careers and play some music from what they've done. Um, And we'll also... Obviously highlight the interview I did with Jim and some uh, music from Jim's uh, last album. came out last year called Insatiable. So, I don't know, this, this episode could run an hour or so. I'm not really sure and I don't really give a shit. Um, when you're talking about these two, uh, Carmina Piece, Vinny Apicey, they're just awesome. You know the music and we're going to get into that today. So, again, October 27th, uh, the first studio album from the Apicey Brothers called Sinister comes out. They have some upcoming uh, tour dates as well. September 22nd, they're going to be playing in New York at the Cutting Room. Uh, The next day, the 23rd of September, they'll be playing in Derry, New Hampshire at the Tupelo Music Hall. And for all you lucky bastards out in Vegas, uh, September 29th, uh, the guys are, are playing out there, and they're going to be actually shooting a music video for the song Monsters and Heroes, which appears on the Sinister album. And you'll hear the discussion that I had with Jim later on when I played the interview, it's going to be badass. So that's what we look forward to today. Um, we're going to start off, usually we start off with some music, but I'm going to first start off with a clip I did with Vinny, um, Vinny Apice, uh, I guess it was probably three years ago, I would say, and in this clip, uh, when I uh, spoke to Vinny, uh, he talks about... Uh, joining Sabbath, and you know what backlash, if any, he felt from taking over Bill Ward and becoming the new drummer for Sabbath. So uh, we're going to play that clip, and then I have to play, um, <laughs> you know, from Live Evil with Dio on vocals um, during the War Pigs song on that album um, at the very end after the drum solo that Vinny lays down which is fucking crazy, man. Um, Dio calls him out by name and it's just one of the moments, you know, that everyone who has heard the album just remembers that and it just it's fucking cool. So how could I not play that? So here's a clip of Vinny talking about Sabbath and then Vinny playing with Sabbath with Warpigs. No, I don't remember but then back then in the eighties it wasn't the internet,
2: you know, them out places people can make comments on. So uh, as far as I was, uh, you know, I think the Heaven and Hell album was so strong, um, with, with the band, and successful that the kids just wanted, uh, the fans just wanted to see the band, so, if, you know, Bill left, he was out, so I joined, and it was more, when I joined, it was more like, okay, you're here, and when Bill comes back, uh, um, you know, that'll be it, you know, I guess, so, but then it, So it wound up, it went on and on and on, and then it was obvious Bill wasn't coming back. And then then it came time, what, we gotta do an album? So let's do it with Vinny. So then I went, yeah.
3: It seems the body's burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred our of judgment God is calling mm-hmm. up my knees the raw pigs crawling Begging mm-hmm. mercies for their
1: I love it so much, videopsy on the drums Excellent man, that's a metal moment right there Um, Don't forget to follow us on uh, Twitter at ECM Radio Show And on Facebook at East Coast Metal Show And of course our parent uh, website, musicfrenzy.net Okay, so let's get into our interview with Jim Um, Again, Jim Crean uh, uh, will be doing vocals on the upcoming A Peace Brother album Sinister, again, out October 27th, and a very cool interview with Jim. Uh, we talked a lot about the uh, brothers, the album, touring, uh, some of his uh, solo stuff, and yeah, it, just very cool interview. So I'm going to play a song from his album from last year, again, titled Insatiable. Um, if you don't have it, you should. Really cool. Um, 80s, you know, kind of hair metal. It's fucking great. Jim's got such a great voice, very dynamic, lots of range. Um, So from that album is probably my favorite song off the album. We're going to play that. This is uh, Shut Your Mouth, followed up with our interview with Jim Crean. Doing super, dude. How about yourself? Excellent, man. It's my pleasure to speak to you here on East Coast Metal Radio. You have the honor of being on four songs on an upcoming album from Carmine and Vinny Apiece, man. Yeah. The album's called Sinister. It comes out October 27th, and you know I, I, it's it's amazing because both gentlemen have had a, a massive career, but this is the first time that they've been on record together, I believe. Actually, it's the second time we um
0: we did uh we did a. Live. I've been touring with those guys. Um, I'm, in, I'm in that Peace Brother band. I've been with those guys for about five years. And um, in 2014, we played two sold-out shows at the Iridium and, uh, in New York City, and they recorded it with a mobile unit, and uh, we released the album on um, Cleopatra Deadline Records.
1: Oh, that was that was Drum Wars Live, right? Correct, I think yeah. it was yeah okay yeah so so first studio album but um, Correct, and and yeah. yeah man I mean I haven't heard the album yet so I really want to kind of get into it and you know get some insight from yourself um, as to you know what we're going to hear but I know that you're on uh, four of songs um sinister danger in the night and and Sabbath mash which <laughs> I'm I'm hopeful that at least the title tells me that it's some sort of a cover or or a mesh of different Sabbath songs right.
0: Yeah, we do it live. That's something that came up about two and a half years ago. We were on tour and um, we just we just we were at rehearsals and we just started jamming a bunch of Sabbath songs and and each one was cool. They all each song came out cool. So we were like, you know what? Let's kind of mash it all together. And you know, we were just having fun with it and, and we we just went ahead and played it out that night live and the fans went crazy. And um, so we've been doing it all along. And um, then when we did got the record deal. Um, with Steam Hammer, we decided to uh, to put that on there, and I think it was a good choice. It's, it's pretty cool. You, you're going to really like it. It's a fan favorite.
1: That's very cool. So walk me through some of the songs. I know um, In the Night, Bumblefoot plays guitar on that one.
0: Yeah. Bumblefoot from, um,
1: from uh, well, Guns T- N' Roses. TNR, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he plays uh, guitar on there.
0: And um, it's just a great it's a great song. We got, uh, who else is on that? Um, Bunch of guys. I'm mean, obviously me and Carmen. I, I wrote the words and all all the lyrics and the melody on that. Okay. And and so it came out really cool. It's it's, it's a pretty unique tone. Um we liked it so much that we decided to um the brothers decided to use it as a um, as a title track.
1: Oh, awesome, very cool.
0: That's how that kinda of came together. Initially it was the album was gonna be called Masterpiece. Okay. Which I master a piece, right? Right,
1: yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know,
0: with, with their with their Brooklyn accents, the masterpiece.
1: Or is it Master Apocy.
0: Well, it depends on who you're <laughs> you know, if I'm If I'm hanging with Vinny, we are absolutely called the Apathy Brothers. Right. If I'm hanging, hanging with Carmen, we are 100% called the Peace Brothers. And if, if I'm with both of them, well, guess what? I stay neutral. <laughs> and I call them Sir.
1: <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Talk to me about the recording process, Jim, because um, there's so many guests on this album, and... You know, did they usher one in after the other or did you guys record at your home studios or whatever and send it in or how that work?
0: Well, I mean, a little bit of both. Um in all of it, you know, we um, we recorded some of the stuff while we were on tour um, in in California, in Los Angeles. Um, we did some in New York City, did some New Jersey, and um, you know, a lot of the guests uh, flew their parts in, so they would they would send them in. But some of the songs we did together, you know, so it all it all varies. Um, but for the most part, yeah, the parts were you know they were they were um, sent, the files were sent in, and that's what we that's how we were able to get so many working you know big name artists on there because. Um, Everybody's, you know, as you know, everybody's always touring, so it's, it's kind of hard to land someone
1: to get in the studio and do it. So, sure, sure. Um, the song "Danger" uh, features uh, uh, Phil Susan, who obviously used to play bass with Ozzy. Um, talk to me about that song. How that one came together for you? That's
0: personally my one of my favorites on the that record. Um, that's a song here. Yeah, yeah Phil Susan. Um, you know, he used to play with. Uh, he played with Ozzy, and he also played with um, Vince Neil. So. um... And he also does drum works with us, you know, when we do tours out we've done he's he's done a bunch of shows with us on the west coast. Oh. Yeah. So that song came about, um, just uh Vinny had, had the um the music all put together and he sent it to me and said he wanna give it a go on this song and um it was a real deal sounding type of song and that's right up my you know, my alley. Yeah, yeah. So what I did is I just you know, kind of, just put the mel. I wrote the words and put the melody to, it, and it's uh, it's, 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 it's 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 I'm very really happy with that song.
1: I know that so far there's been three live dates announced: um, September 22nd in New York, the 23rd in Derry, New Hampshire, and then I think at the 29th show in Vegas. Uh, the band's shooting a video for Monsters and Heroes. Um, are you on those dates, or you know how is the live uh, lineup coming together?
0: Yeah, no, no, I do all the touring. Um, yeah, Excellent. I'm on all the dates. Um, I've been, like I said, touring with those guys for about five years. Um, we did, we were called Drum Wars, uh, you know, and then we decided to change the name because a lot of people didn't understand what Drum Wars was. You know, when we tour like that, we are just, you see Drum Wars, Carmen of any Epic or Peace. And um, then we decided, well, you know what, they don't get an idea of what it is because people think it's just a drum clinic or something. Right, know,
1: right. Or a drum show, and it's not. It's a great,
0: it's a concert. Um, so, you know, when people, when we come out, people are pleasantly surprised on what the show really is. So um, we decided to change the name to the Peace Brothers, and uh, and I think it's been pretty receptive. What we do is we do the, the whole uh, history of the brothers' career. I mean, from Ozzy's Black Sabbath, the Dio stuff, um, Rod Stewart a murder a cactus vanilla fudge we do it all Wow. and um, we've yeah we've done some pretty big shows we've um sold out a a bunch of really big you know venues we've played pretty much all over the country in in, in europe and you know all over the world really um they've played in italy and it's 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 been a great experience great thing to see live so if anybody gets a chance to see it live you really want to Check it out. I mean, if you're a fan of those guys' career, it's not just it's not just those guys banging away on drums. Okay, it's um, we actually play show songs and it's a concert.
1: Yeah, no, I saw you guys came through Sellersville Theater. I think it was about a year or two ago, and um, I initially thought that's what it was going to be. You know, two sets on stage, and you know, brother one trying to uh, you know top brother two. You know, but it wasn't. I mean, you guys just killed it. It was really cool, like you said, a really cool rock show.
0: Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a concert, you know, it was, and and that's the mis- mis- um, misleading part about it. And um, we did a show in Montana, and the whole city came out, and and it was pretty cool. Even little kids who never really, you know, knew, knew what that stuff was. They knew who Ozzy was, and, you know, when we come out and do, you know, crazy train or whatnot, the kids are clapping, and it's just a really cool <laughs> thing. And, um, and, I mean, for both of those guys, the legendary bands that they've been in it's kind of cool that they um that we put this stuff together now with this new touring um to answer i didn't, I didn't mean to go in full circle on you but to answer the question that you asked earlier um yeah i'll be doing all the touring with those guys and this time around we're going to be sneaking in some of the new songs which is really cool so you know we'll, we'll play some ozzy some dio and then we'll get to play some stuff that we did together and um
1: it's, it, it, I think that's a great way to do it. Oh, absolutely. Um, what's the idea for the video on September 29th in Vegas? Um, I think th- during the studio part, Paul Shortino sang um, on that. Is he going to be joining you guys on stage for that show?
0: Yeah, for that's that cool. show, um, the, the, the idea on that show is um, it's a cool idea. What's going to happen is the Vegas show, since a lot of the musicians on the, on the record either live in L.A. or Vegas, what they decided to do
1: is, is kind of make it like a CD, and, I don't know, a listening party. Yeah, like a listening party. party. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, so
0: everybody who sing sang or played guitar or whatever on the record is gonna play their parts, and I think it'll be really cool. Um, you know, Joel from Voice Snakes on it. Um, he'll be here. He'll be there. Um, Paul sortino' is gonna actually sing that song. Um, and then the video, what we're gonna do is, um, Paul's going to, you know, sing it, sing it, and then I'll be in the video, like, with the crowd, like, pointing to the crowd. I don't know, really, what the concept what they have in mind. Yeah,
1: some kind of live performance deal.
0: Something like that, yeah. And then, and then they're, then they're going to be at um, at the Hard Rock Cafe and do some stuff and, and then film, possibly. I don't want to give it away
1: Yeah, yeah, much, sure. But, but you get the idea. They'll be walking on um, the... the, the um,
0: Vegas Strip and, and all kinds of cool stuff like that. So the video is going to be really cool. And the reason they decided to use that one as is the, is the first video is because um, uh, the great part is the song's about Ronnie James Dio. You know, that's what the song's about. So Wendy Dio gave us permission to uh, you know to add some stuff on Ronnie. So we figured that would be a really cool homage to, to the great Ronnie James Dio.
1: Is the uh, Dio hologram going to make an appearance?
0: Let's watch the video. Let's see what That's happens. I can't, I can't do it too much now, but let's just say, let's just say it's going to be really cool. The fans will really dig dig the video. And
1: um, oh my god!
0: You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a great thing. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad so many people are still, you know, interested in Ronnie James Dio's music and his career because, in my opinion, he was the best singer that ever lived. And um, and I'm honored to get to do this with the, with the boys every every.
1: You know, going to do do my thing with the guys. So. That's so awesome. I, I had the pleasure of seeing Dio' solo career. Um, I guess back in I'm, I'm just outside of Philadelphia. Oh, okay, so right. I saw him at the Spectrum, man. Uh, holy shit. Probably 83, 84, 85-ish. You know, just phenomenal. And and then I saw him more recently, probably about a year or so before he passed um, with Heaven and Hell. So like you said, just it's surreal hearing him live. So it's good you guys are you know still putting his songs out live, man, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, the crowd response is, you know, I don't try and go out there and try and sing like Ronnie, or even act like him, I mean, there's no, in my opinion, no one can even touch Ronnie James Dio's vocals. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I, I've never, I'm yet to hear anybody better, ever, than Ronnie deal uh, and never will, probably ever again. I mean, that, to me, that just, that was the man. That was the guy. And um, I just try and interpret it the way I can and, and, and hope to do the best I can on the songs. Um, that live album we're talking about, the Drum Wars Live, we do a lot of Dio songs on there, and um, it's it's a really, it came out really cool. I think it's a really cool record, and uh, you know, so that if, if the listeners get a chance to pick that one up, go ahead and get that one too.
1: Cool. You were kind enough to, to send me tracks off your last solo uh, album, Insatiable, and you know, talking about Dio, man, I mean, you know, hearing caught in the middle, um, wow, excellent job.
0: <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah, I mean. And that's what we do on the all uh, on the Diaz songs. But that, that that was really cool how that that came together. What happened there was, um, you know, we were on tour, and we were playing in, um, in Hollywood at the uh, Whiskey. We played the Whiskey at Goldberg at that time. Okay. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Bain was out to see us play and um, at the rehearsal room and everything. And, and that's how I got to meet him and everything. So then we went to then the next time we played in, in Vegas, and Vinny and I decided to uh, put... Deal song on the record. We needed one more track to fill the record up. and I said, you know, Evany said, well, "Why don't you put a deal song on?" It? You know, you you do a good job with the Ronnie stuff. So, and I said, you know, I want to do something, but I, it has to be something that isn't really known, and but a fan favorite, and maybe do it my own version. You know?
1: Oh, perfect, yeah. And and that song off the Holy Terror almost
0: just an unknown kind of. Well, you know, it. guys like you and me knew it, but right. most people wouldn't. They know Rainbow in the Dark. You know, so. um I said, let's do Caught in the middle, And so, you know, Vinny got a hold of, uh, of Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy, you know, was gracious enough to do it. And unfortunately, that happened to be the last recording he ever did before he passed away.
1: Right, right. Well, that's incredible, man. And, uh, you know, one of the other songs that really stood out for me, uh, uh, Jim, was uh, Shut Your Mouth. The guitars on that just, I mean, I... I'm a weekend guitar player, you know, I try to do it, dude, but I just, you know, I can play some chord progressions, but that's about it, you know, but my God, man, I mean, the guitars on that on that song are just phenomenal.
0: Well, what I did is I wrote that song on guitar first, and that's how I wrote it, and I had that song kicking around in my head, the melody, and I wrote the guitar, it uh, I had all the guitar stuff done, that's ironic enough that you said that, because that's... the. Uh, I write songs in so many different ways. I like can write a song on an airplane, playing, you know, <laughs> on tour. I can write a song in my head and, and map it out musically on a, on a keyboard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or I can write it on a bass guitar or I can write it on a whatever. And that particular song I wrote on the guitar. I was in a hotel room and I started writing the riffs and I said, "Wow, well, this is cool, man, but, you know, when I, when I get home, I'll finish this up. And then I, I did and then I sent it out to Vinny and then Vinny put his, you know, monster drums that he always does on yeah. it and then all of a sudden it just came together and uh that song uh is personally my favorite off that record too so it's cool you acknowledge that it's just i think it's pretty badass that
1: one. Oh, absolutely man like i said there's three dates announced so far i can only assume that the band's gonna you know go out on some sort of a larger tour any plans in concrete yet for that
0: Nothing nothing in stone, um, but definitely that's the idea. It's going to be a world tour. They're going to, um, you know, the label's out of Germany. So that's where the SPV records is out of right. Germany. Yep. Huge, huge, huge label, Steamhammer out of Europe.
1: Oh, yeah, big, yeah.
0: All the big bands are signed to it. So we were really lucky to land that deal. And um, and that's the idea that, you know, they're going to want us to tour, you know, Europe and Japan and all that cool stuff. So, yeah, it's it's coming, you know. But this is just a precursor to, to kind of just get our, our, our feet wet again. And, you because know, we haven't played, God, it's been a while since we played together. I mean, we played, we did an East Coast run a few, maybe six months ago and um, that was the last time we, we did this so it's we're all kind of excited and amped up to, to get back at it but that's the idea to get back out there and just
1: just tour the world really with it I'm so stoked for it again Sinister comes out October 27th I've interviewed both guys separately and they're just the coolest down to earth guys for legends in the music world Um, they, in my opinion they can't be just two nicer guys uh, listen there's,
0: I, you know, we, I met so, you know, everybody in the business, really, yeah, yeah. and uh, and those guys are the most grounded guys. They're real guys. I mean, and in my opinion, I'm not just saying it because I play with them. And everybody says all oh, you have to say that it's not true. <laughs> I, 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 I played with some, and again, some really great drummers. Those two guys, and, I, and I'm not saying one's better than the other because I think they're both in different ways. They're both the, the best drummers in the whole world, and I truly mean it. Sometimes when I'm playing with them, I, I even get. Little, oh wow! Wow! I forgot how good these guys really
1: are. Sure. Cause I play with them so much, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but sometimes I go, wow! I forgot how really
0: good they are. I mean, we did a show in in, in New York City that live album that we did. Um, we did two back to back shows in one night, so we did two full shows in one night, playing at that intensity.
1: And they're not twenty years old.
0: Yeah, you know you're right. <sighs> I mean, at the time, I was probably like sixty seven years old, right? Not you know, it was three or four years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he was probably in his you know, late fifties. So, and, and, and they played. So that's you know, almost four
1: hours of, of pounding on those drums at that intensity. Wow! And and I just looked at Baltimore
0: after the set, well, the second show, and I said, "Jesus, how'd you guys do that?" it's
1: like, <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> I'll
0: pay for it tomorrow. But yeah, we did it. And then, then, ironically enough, then the very next night we had another show. The next night we had another show. We did three more shows in a row after this. We did. Seven shows straight at that level. And, 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 you know, these guys are just, they're, they're animals. They're, such, they're in such condition, you
1: know? Yeah, it's just remarkable. I, I hope they pass through the uh, Philly, New Jersey, New York area. Man, I'll be out there, you know, for sure to cover you guys. And listen, Jim, I appreciate your time tonight, man. Hey, brother, it's great talking to you, man. I look forward to uh, talking to you again. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Jim Crean talking about his career and the upcoming album from the Peace Brothers. Uh, once again, Sinister comes out October 27th. Um, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ECN Radio Show, and on Facebook at East Coast Metal Show. Um, and once the album comes out, I hope to get a copy for review, and that'll be up on my website, musicfrenzy.net. Alright, so uh, we already played one uh, song from uh, from Vinny when he uh, was with Sabbath. Uh, let's do a Carmine song. Um, you know, Carmine has has such a storied career, um, the older brother of the two, <laughs> and um, after playing in Vanilla Fudge for several albums, him and, and Tim Bogart left, and they formed a band called Cactus, along with guitarist Jim McCarty, and uh, I found this song on the album uh, from Cactus called One Way or Another, which was recorded at the famous uh, Electric Lady Studios in in 1970-ish, so you know it's a lot of history there and this song is a song that we all know um probably more recognized for us metal rock guys uh, f- from the version that the beatles did but this is not the beatles version of this song by any means this is a blues standard um and you'll hear you know carmine you know keeps the train on track while McCarty's guitar uh, just crushes and then of course you hear Tim Bogert's bass dancing throughout. Um, yeah, kick back, uh, crack open a beer and listen to this version of Long, Tall Sally from Cactus. Check out. Alright, back here on East Coast Metal Radio. I hope you enjoyed that. Long Tall Sally from Cactus. And uh, Carmine Apiece on drums there. So let's turn back to his brother. Um, Vinny started this next band along with a guy you may know. Played bass for Pantera. Name is Rex Brown. Um, Vinny and Rex started this band Kill Devil Hill. And off their debut album from 2011... This is a very awesome song. Dewey Bragg on vocals and Mark Zavin on guitar. Um, Check this one out. Vinny on drums this time. This is from Kill Devil Hill. Strange. So back here on East Coast Metal Radio We're going through the careers of Carmine Peace and Vinny Apice We're discussing their next album Coming out October 27th Called Sinister And uh, so far we've played a clip from Vinnie That I did We played our interview with their vocalist Jim Crean And let's go to a Carmine clip um, When I interviewed Carmine uh, It was when the Drum Wars tour was happening And um This clip talks about. I had asked him about his uh, drum style and how he could fit that style in playing with so many different bands. You're going from Vanilla Fudge to playing with Jeff Beck, uh, Cactus, uh, Rod Stewart. He was on the Bark at the Moon tour with Ozzy. You know, that's not the same genre there, folks. And somehow, you know, Carmine was able to um, adapt his drum style to play in in each band. So that was my question. And the answer I got was really cool. So uh, here's uh, Carmine talking about his drum style. And then we're going to play from the um, band he was in called Blue Murder uh, with uh, John Sykes and Tony Franklin. 1989 this came out. Uh, We're going to play Valley of the Kings. So enjoy this one. This is Carmine talking about his drum style.
2: Well, I've been lucky. I've been lucky that way. People say to me, "Well, how do you change your style?" They you do that. I actually didn't change my style at all, any of it. You know, and same way I played with Vanilla Fudge. I pretty much played with with Ozzy, you know, real heavy and with dynamics, and you know, you know, and jamming. You know, we did that with Ozzy. The only difference with Rod was he had a bigger band, with seven pieces, so I had to play a little less, you know than I would normally do. But when the jam sections come, like when we used to play live, we would play Losing You and, you know, I would do a bass solo first with Phil Chen leading up to my drum solo. But before that started, we would do a big guitar solo, big guitar jam solo. Okay. Same kind of stuff I've been doing all my career. Right. You know, so I, I was lucky. I didn't really have to change styles. And then after Ozzy, you know, whatever I did after that, you know, with my, my family with Derringer, and then Blue Murder, and then King Cobra. I mean, I really changed my style. You know, when I started doing it for two years' lives, I didn't change my style. I mean,
1: I was, so wow, that's interesting.
2: I was lucky that my style fit in with everybody's music, you know? Yeah.
1: Right, gang, well we're going to wrap it up. I uh, appreciate you spending the uh, hour or so with me tonight. Don't forget on October 27th, the Peace Brothers with uh, Carmine Apice, Vinnie Apice, and Mr. Jim Crean on vocals. The album Sinister comes out. Pick it up. I'm sure it'll be cool. And um, I want to leave you with a song that uh, Jim did on, again, his album from last year, titled Insatiable. This is a Dio cover that he did um, from the Holy Diver album. He talked about it in the interview that I played earlier, but I'll leave you guys with this one. Uh, this is uh, Jim Crean singing Caught in the Middle. Good night.